everyone. Welcome to episode 32 of the Hot Garbage Podcast, the weekly podcast where we talk movies and video games and TV shows. As always, I'm Dan. And I'm Matt. And this week we also have our good friend Mason. Hello, hello. Um, so this week we're going to be talking about the ultimate cut of Batman vs. Superman. But first, what have you been up to since last week, Matt? Mm, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you Mason have anything fun? Uh, mm, nothing uh, podcast related. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really the most exciting dude. I think you're exciting. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to hold on this segment trying to come up with something <laughs> I did, so I'm going to say nothing. So nothing. You guys all did nothing. Well, if it'll please you, uh, I started playing Super Mario 64 for the very first time in my life. Dude, that is very newsworthy. <laughs> I saw your N64 over there. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> what you think so far? It's really good. Well, how far are you? Not starters? far. Yeah. Like, you said like... the first time in your life? Well, like, at sitting down to actually play through it for oh, the first time. Gotcha. Gotcha. I always played it at, like, my friend's house and shit when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But I never had an N64 as a kid. Well, where'd you get this one? Uh, the N64? Yeah. Garage sale. Oh, that's awesome. That's three, a great buy. Three bucks. That is a that's great, great buy. buy. Any games? Holy crap. No, no games with uh, it. Well, we're, like, so to get Super Mario 64, did you just go to... Yeah, I just went to uh, Disc Replay. That's a that's a great deal that's right fine. there. Yeah, it's fine, exactly. <laughs> we expect to be paid for that. Um, so what you think? It's great. It's amazing. Um, as a kid, it would have kicked my ass. It's still <laughs> kicking my ass, but... No, Just wait till you get to the water level. It has great music, though. Yeah. The water level It's got does. great everything. Oh, yeah. And the controls for actually, like, controlling Mario and, like, making him flip, it's also fluid for a yeah. game like that. It's just weird, like... I love Nintendo and everything, but I've never had, like... I've never, like, uh, kept up with the Nintendo consoles, so, like, mm-hmm. I'm playing this game, and they're like, press me to punch, and I'm like, Mario punches off that, and I had to, like, jump on people and shit. <laughs> right. That that Mario <laughs> game brought a lot to, like, the idea of Mario. Mm-hmm. And just, I'm used to dual analog, so, like, moving the camera's a bitch. And That's everything. very true. That's such an old-school thing. Exactly. Yeah, moving the camera. You use it with, the, like, those yellow buttons, yeah, the right? Yeah, the C buttons. That's weird. Wow. And they even, like, come up with an in-game reason why the camera is the way it is. Because it's the Lakuta guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's floating on his little cloud. Just following you around. That's good. Being a weirdo, I guess. Yeah. Very imaginative. I like it. It's Nintendo for you. You never played that game. Here I am criticizing you for playing it the first time (laughs) in your life, and I've never played it. I thought you played it at our apartment. I mean, I played it with you a little bit, but... That was only made it to, like, what, World 2, maybe? Yeah, and then no, made it to the water world. Until now, that's my experience with it. Because I never had N64 either. Exactly. Right. You have that first level where you fight the giant bomb. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's played that. Yeah. I mean, I remember playing at my friend's house and playing Majora's Mask mm-hmm. and literally only playing as Goron so I could roll around. Hell yeah. Yep. That was the funnest part of that whole game. Majora's Mask is actually a game that I've never really gotten too far into. That's a good yeah, that's... One. I should get that on 3DS. You should. I have it, but I haven't played it yet. I don't know. The balls to start it yet. It's a, it's an investment. Yeah, I've heard. Do you still have my N64? I do have your N64. <clears throat> I want that back. Okay. You can I'm, have it back. Bring that, put that right in my house. <laughs> I'm going to play Dude, it. that'd be nice in your garage. Play, exactly. Right on that little old TV. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> Memories. So, in other video game news, I got No Man's Sky okay. for my birthday. And Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Woo! It was last week, but okay. Yeah. And you guys know, like, the general premise of that game, right? You explore. So that game came out? Yeah. Oh, wow. Came Finally, out on yeah. my birthday. Wow. Um, so basically, you're just, like, a lost explorer. 
and your job is to make it back to the center of the universe. Wait, you're lost? It seems like it. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, so, like, you start the game off, and you're just on this random planet, and you wake up, and it's like your ship's broke, and you have to mine that planet to get the materials to fix your ship mm-hmm. so you can make it off that okay. planet. So it seems like you were stranded there or lost there or something. It's a very bare-bones story. Figured. But that's not really what you're playing it for. Right. Um, you're play, playing it to name things. You're playing exactly. it to name How things. many things have you named? Dance, great squirrel. Penis breath. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I... Dance, great tree. It's honestly like... I keep kind of forgetting to name stuff because you can, like, upload it to, you know, the Galactic Core or whatever, and you get credits, you get money. But if you press square, you just upload it, and then you can't rename it. To name it, you have to press triangle to upload it and name it. Do you know what I'm saying? So sometimes I'll hit square, and I'm like, shoot, I wanted to name that one. <laughs> but, like... So with all the things that you don't name, they just... They keep their original name. Blank? No, they had... They have an original name. It's gotcha. like Zaxion Prime uh, or something like that. Like cool a scientific name. How many name cool names have you come up with that are actually scientific sounding? I've come up yeah. with? Oh, a ton. I just threw name, Oh, two. a ton. Name two. <laughs> Rexium. Okay, there's one. You're right. You're right. Um, Holmesium. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what's else in my room. Uh, Shoesium. Um, yeah. Pretty much. Poster Lilius uh, Indiana Joneses. Yeah. Mine would just be like I'll swear words and stuff because I'm <laughs> so original because yeah. you're a child. Um, but like the game, there's not a whole lot to do, but still like there's you know a little bit of like a sense of wonder when you do pull on to a new planet. You're like, what's this going to be? Absolutely, yeah. because they're all completely randomly generated. The animals, the plants, everything's random. But doesn't that kind of get boring after a while? That no, oh, something new. It doesn't like no, because you're always I, you're always seeing new things. I guess that I guess that is weird to think that random or new things could get boring. But yeah, I don't know. Um, another cool thing about it is like each planet has its own personality. I guess like if it's closer to the sun, it's hotter. If it's further, it's colder. Um, so Star science. Wars rules. Yeah. So science. science. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's a lot to put in a game. <laughs> um, and then some planets like are have a toxic atmosphere, and you can literally get out of your ship, and your you know life supports like and just drops down to zero in ten seconds. You're like, crap! I have to get out of here. Fuck! I'm dead. Right. Pretty much. <laughs> um, the combat's pretty light in it, though. There's only like um, these little like sentinels that are kind of guarding the planet, and every once in a while, if you mine too much, they'll get real pissed at you. So they're environmentalists? Pretty much. <laughs> Radical environmentalists. <laughs> <laughs> so I got really lucky one time. I was just landing on this planet, and I was hanging out there. And I go over this hill, and I just see this field that's covered in literal mountains of gold. And I'm like, cool. and gold. And so I mined them all, and then made like... You know, a couple million credits and bought a new ship. So Man. I'm doing good so far. Should have hung out there. Is yeah, game worth sixty bucks. Mm. Is any game worth sixty bucks? Few. Few games are worth sixty bucks. I would say this is worth more than most games. Okay, but I'm not sure if any games really worth sixty bucks. Um, it's very time consuming. You know, it's a good game to just sit down. And put on a podcast like this. You can listen to Hot Garbage well, Podcast. Well, no way! <laughs> but it's a good thing to just, you know, put on a podcast and just play for an hour and a half or something. Cool. Um, 
And, you know, you're completely free. Like, if you want to chill on this planet for an hour, do it. If you want to venture to the next galaxy, do it. That's, yeah, that's why that game looks appealing. I just want to pick a direction and just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Another really great thing about it is, like, you have to earn to make it to, like, the next star system. You can't just warp drive over there. You have to gather the materials to make a warp cell to put into your ship and get there. So, like, basically each warp cell equals, like, one hyperdrive, like, trip. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay, so you use this cell and it's gone. And it depletes depletes you. Yeah. So, and you you can build up five at a time. Okay. And then you can make five jumps if you want, but obviously you want to explore... Each yeah, planet yeah. and each solar system. And name something Dick Breath. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's a fun game. I'd give it like a... As of now, which is before a lot of the patches that are going to add some stuff, which are free, by the way. Those patches are be like, usually are. Well, free like DLC, like, um, you know, eventually you'll be able to like build your own space station. Oh, that's sick, dude. And have your own crew, supposedly. Who, who knows how true that's going to end up being. But then it'll be every man's sky. That's true. It, sure. Um, <laughs> but I'd give it like a solid like seven and a half or eight. Cool. We weren't asking for ratings. So. You know what, Mason? I gave a rating. <laughs> How many things are named Dick? I haven't come across one other thing named by someone else. That is unacceptable. I mean, I will eventually. There's 18 quintillion planets. There's nothing vulgar out there? I'm sure there is, just not something. I mean, I've named something... Penis fingers. <laughs> it was literally like this plant, and it had like four little little dongs sticking up. That's four little penis. One of the things in this game. Yeah, there's some real cool things. I've, I mean, I've seen like <clears throat> it was essentially like a slug, but it had like a gorilla's body. You know what I'm saying? And it was like... That sounds horrifying. <laughs> it was really horrifying. And it was a carnivore, so it launched at me. I was going to say, do these things attack you? Sometimes. Some... nothing like a slug, then. Slugs aren't fast. No, he had a gorilla's body, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. With a slug head? Pretty much. Like, his whole body was, like, kind of sluggish. Okay. But then he had arms and legs. That like big, cool. Like, big, big gorilla. Big, thick arms and yeah, legs. Yeah, that sounds cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a good... Uh, I don't want to say time waster because that makes it sound bad, but it's a good, like, you know, I can put a couple hours into this game. Is it getting good reviews? It's getting, it's getting okay reviews. Gotcha. Anywhere from, like, uh, some people love it, some people hate it. Maybe it's just, it's not for everyone. But I've seen anywhere from, like, six to nine. <laughs> it's a big difference in the game world, Mason. <laughs> oh, I get it. Like Matt's football number. <laughs> yes. Back to the good old days of uh, high school and football. So, the main event. Let's do it. We missed it because of our hiatus, but we wanted to talk about the Batman vs. Superman Ultimate Cut, just because it was a pretty big deal when it came out, and that movie in general is a big deal that we're never going to stop talking about, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you think overall about it, Matt? Uh, fuck, it's long. It's very long. God, dude. I don't know if I'm ever going to watch it again, just because it's, like, long. Yeah, it's, it's a long movie. I think it's a good movie to fall asleep to. Absolutely. And not in a bad way. Not saying it's, like, super boring, like, you're going to fall asleep to. I like parts of it are. Yeah, but parts of the real movie are, too. Yeah. Um, better or worse than the theatrical? Mm. I, I don't know. Really? About the same, maybe? Really? I'm going to completely... I think it's much better. What do you think, Mason? That movie 
was incredibly better than the original. Like the I, original, the theater version, the theatrical. Yeah, yeah. That Isn't that weird that we have to say this? Every loose end. Wrapped right up. Exactly. Every, Snipped right off, basically, wrapped up, however you want to yeah, say Yeah, uh, definitely. Definitely. The, when you see the theatrical and you complain about, like, this, 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 and this, this movie pretty much wrapped up all of those plot holes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like you guys were saying while we were watching, like, some of the shit, it's like, why would you take that out? Yeah. That is a plot point. <clears throat> yeah, I really think that Warner Brothers was like, hey, Zack Snyder, you have a three-hour movie. Let's take out all the stuff that's important. <laughs> but we have to cut you know, 35 minutes of it, but you have to keep everything that hints towards Justice League. And so that's going to be a seller. Because this is a money to prime that one. Let's take out the part where Superman does things that are true to his character and we'll put Aquaman in. (laughs) And aside from just like making this movie better by explaining everything, actually watching this movie was actually a good movie. Like I I actually enjoyed these characters, the the settings and uh, the reasonings and plots made more sense. Like, it, it was actually a better movie. It especially fleshes out Clark Kent. Yeah. Like, not even just Superman, mm, but yep. Clark. And because he, he, he got the shaft. He did, for sure. Big time. But it also really fleshes out Lex's plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. There's more in the middle as opposed to A, B, and C happens, and then he comes at the end and goes, it was me all along, huh? <laughs> it doesn't really flush out his plan, because his plan's flushed out, but it shows you how he played the a pivotal yes, role yeah, yeah. in yeah. each little part, and how his plan was actually masterfully crafted from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I compiled a little list while we just watched it, so and it's <laughs> chronological. So do you want to go through like each change? I don't know if it's every change, but just the changes that I noticed. Each change, and basically... You know, good or bad, what did it add to the movie? Sure. So, the, this movie names Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, actually, how about that whole desert scene? Names Jimmy Olsen. It shows, like, America was going to bomb Lois Lane. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... The only good thing that that added, I thought, was when they showed uh, that guy burning the bodies. Yes. That was necessary, because otherwise it's like, well, what was your plan? Well, so, originally, in the theatrical, I remember everyone in the movie saying, like, well, Superman killed those people, and I was like, but Superman doesn't use guns. I know, Superman comes yeah. in guns blazing. Yeah. That, that, I think that's, I think adding whatever they added to that scene was much better, because when I first saw the movie, I was confused, and I spent the next five minutes trying to figure out what that scene meant. Meanwhile, you're missing shit yeah. the movie's throwing at you. So then I watched it a second time, I'm like... Okay, I get it a little bit more now. This just makes it much more clear of everything. Mm. I mean, I guess that's also just repetition of watching. Yeah, the repetition helps. Because I was confused when I first saw that scene, too. But the fact that they didn't really rush... Okay, here we're in... We're in... Where where are they at? The desert. Okay, we're in the desert. Mm. And now everything just broke down. Now we're back in the United States. Right. Like, they kind of slowed down and showed how crucial this moment was. And they showed that, you know, the American government was aware of that situation. It showed them, like, watching it, and it showed American soldiers go in after Superman left, and they saw all these dead bodies. Mm-hmm. So it could you could see why the American government would think Superman did it. Yeah, especially after he destroyed another one of their drones. Yeah, he keeps doing that, doesn't he? <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole Jimmy Olsen thing is just whatever. You know, I don't think it's whatever, because I, f- I feel like it shows a really, like, lack of respect from Zack Snyder. I think his thought process is, 
Jimmy Olsen is not in this movie. Like, in his head. Like, Jimmy Olsen doesn't need to be in this movie, and mm-hmm. that's fine. But then he's like, so let's kill him. Yeah. But then, that's, like, disrespectful to the future of this universe. What if someone else wanted to use Jimmy Olsen in Man of Steel 2? Let's say Snyder... Fuck him. Yeah, I guess. That's, <laughs> that, that's Snyder's uh, philosophy on the whole thing. That's... Yeah, never mind. It's just been said to death. Yeah. Um... So, let's move forward a little bit. This isn't explicitly said, but based on what we know now about the character, I think it's kind of cool that Cyborg is on, like, uh, Gotham University's football team. And so, like, hypothetically, he was playing Metropolis in that football scene that it showed. Mm -hmm. But probably he's not a very good quarterback. Which I'm glad they cut that out. I'm honest with you. The whole, we're the cops and we're just going about our day. I like that. It just, you know... The, the movie's three hours. Right. <laughs> what part are you talking about? The part, like, where they... Right before they first introduced Batman, you know? Yeah. And it shows, like, the cops a little bit beforehand. They're just chilling in the car yeah. or whatever, and they're just watching the football game. Yeah. It adds to Clark's story later, though, because he's supposed to cover that football game. True. So, but it's still not 100% necessary. Yeah, no. Know? It's just a good little fan service yeah, adding sure. tie-in to make the universe more complete. And, you know, if if anything... That's what needs. That's the stuff that needed to be cut. Like mm-hmm. it didn't change the story. It mm-hmm. just here's a fun thing that maybe eventually Cyborg will say like, "Yeah, I lost fifty eight to zero to Metropolis," and it's just like, "Ha!" Look at I that. remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I watched that game <laughs> or whatever. I remember that day. Um, a little bit later, they they show Clark wanting to go to Gotham and write about the Batman <clears throat> because he's like, you know, a jerk. And stuff, and Clark or Batman? Let's say, <laughs> wait, what? Batman's a jerk. The way you said that was real. Sorry, so- odd sounding. Clark, yeah, Clark wants to go, you know, write an article about Batman because Batman's a jerk. And then he's like talking to some of these tenants, and the guy's like, "Yeah, he's a he's a new kind of mean, or something like that." See, I still think it's inexcusable that Batman's murdering people, mm-hmm. but he's not murdering. At yet. least. With that scene, there's, like, an explanation. Right. It shows, like, okay, maybe he hasn't always been like this. It it shows at least they thought about it. Yeah, and a new kind of mean implies that it's recent. Yes. It gives more reasoning to his his mentality now, like, his Mm -hmm. his, his switch mentality of how serious stuff needs to get. And it gives more reason to his little Bat Brand thing, because... When I first the first original theater version, it was like, okay, that's cool that this Batman kind of brands people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was okay. never made clear like why yeah. that's a bad thing. And they kept the on saying this is his brand of justice. <clears throat> In this one, that was a pretty crucial, yeah, like a... plot yeah. point of what other characters are receiving because of this brand, and right, like that motivates Superman to get yeah, involved. It, it, that. It wasn't just a gimmick that they threw in, which the first theatrical version made it seem like. Absolutely. It was more of, this is intended, and here's why. Well, and then, so, uh, taking that thread, this movie shows that KG Beast and Lex are setting up these killings. Yeah, the throughout present. the whole movie, like, they'll show up and KG Beast will do a little thing, mm-hmm. and it actually adds to the, like, story. Exactly. So, like, that makes sense that, like, <clears throat> Batman wasn't meaning for these people to die in prison hopefully but like but Lex was you know pulling these strings to make Superman mad Mm -hmm. he was taking advantage of a situation essentially yeah um going back to the the new kind of mean line from that old guy 
it works well with what um, Alfred was saying about, you know, the lack of control makes a, a good man cruel, mm-hmm. or whatever he says. I think that also implies that Batman hasn't always been like this. Okay. And since the arrival of Superman, he has felt like a lack of control, which Batman likes control Very much over so. a situation. And so without that control, he feels he needs to step it up, essentially. Or another theory surrounding that is that some people think Superman started killing because, or sorry, Batman started killing because of the Superman mission. Basically like, hey, I have to, you know, take care of this major, major threat. It's all right if some people die along the way so I can save the world. It's all right. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll decide who decides. To it's live. a little bit of an Ozymandias. Yeah. But I think it works in a way. I, I still really hope in the future, in Justice League or something, Alfred's like, yeah, you weren't like this before Jason died. I'd be like, yes. <laughs> or Give me another throwaway line. Exactly. <laughs> all the throwaway lines, Alfred. Those are the gems in each superhero movie. Yeah, the little... They just basically wrap up the universe. Like, oh, okay, that's going on. You remember Robin? Yeah. (laughs) He's dead now, and you're mad about it. And you started killing. Okay. Yep, there we go. Next scene. Yep. Um, Another thing that was, like, that added a lot to this movie, I thought, was that African woman. Yeah. Yeah. She just shows up every now and then to basically talk shit about Superman. (laughs) Right. Her character development was great. And then you find out she's paid. Mm -hmm. So she's paid by Lex. So... And once again, in the theater, I'm like, this woman's straight up lying. Like, yeah. is she just confused? Like, what is she doing? But in this, it says... That, That's you know, true. Like, in the theatrical version, yeah. she just shows up and lies. She's in that yeah, one scene. see her again. Yeah. But it's... Because we don't get the rest of the story, yeah. we're, I'm like, oh, this poor woman. What you know did what they I mean? do like, on the cutting room floor of this movie, man? Right. In the theatrical <laughs> cut, she's just an awful person. Yeah. In the ultimate cut, she's a sympathetic character. No, she she's conscience. She's like nothing in the theatrical version. Yeah. She is nothing. She's a bonehead. She's just a liar. <laughs> but it's a liar that said, like totally changes the whole tone and yeah, it, tra- it changes everything. It really is true reasoning of the movie. It she- makes Lex smart now. This yeah. this version. And like in the theatrical, she is like one of the main cogs in the entire movie. Like she, her statement Gets the Senate sets the tone for everything yeah. else. Yeah. It starts the Senate hearings. Yes. So it's based on a lie in the theatrical cut. I mean, it's based on a lie in this too, but we understand why. Yeah. It's a big difference to the movie. Um. Gosh, and well, and then so, so you know, she's being threatened. She leaves her place to probably try to escape Lex. And then she eventually dies, mm-hmm. which is a bummer. But that's how it happens. happens. But tying up loose ends. Yeah, it makes sense from Lex's yeah. point of view. Um, there's also some added stuff at the courthouse, like before the explosion. Yeah, that whole scene was great. I mean, yeah. that whole scene was great in the theatrical version. Yeah, I, I like. I just like the idea of Superman coming to like a Senate hearing. Yeah, and be like I'm here. Like, like I did something wrong. So it, that's very Superman. I you know? Like, yeah, I'm here to answer. Kind of. It's just silly. <laughs> that <laughs> shot of him just walking down the hall. Yeah. The whole movie, that whole scene was just a very put the movie on pause real quick and Let's this breathe. is going to get kind of crazy because it just sets it where it's kind of silent something big's about to go down not realizing it's going to be an explosion like that still caught me off guard but it gives this ultimate edition gives more again reasoning to everything mm-hmm. and 
just explains the 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 tension that's in that room and all the craziness that broke down moments before it. Mm-hmm. Like, that made that scene incredibly more personal and like lifelike. Yeah, I agree. And I like how, you know, in the ultimate it shows Lex telling his assistant, Mercy Graves, like, hey, go save me a seat. It's at the end of the original. No, yeah. all that stuff outside of the outside of the like courtroom itself wasn't in it. It was there. It was just chopped up differently. Like okay. when Finch is getting talked to by the dude, she's and he's like, Hey, she lied about everything. She's getting paid. She that was not in the movie, the theatrical version. Oh, they're, right. they're walking down the hallway, and then Lex pops out, and she gets surprised. Yeah, like she was here, and she, which is odd that she was surprised because you, there was no reason for her to be surprised. Because the reasoning for her to be surprised, now that we come to find out, is because they were literally just talking about him. That's true. That's and true. Now, so there's no reason in the theatrical. Cut. Yeah. So then in the theatrical cut, he pops up. She's oh okay, and like real nervous around him, and then he tells his assistant, "Hey, uh, save me my spot." Right. Because, I mean, if they would have left out that reasoning why he's not in there... That's true. That would have been a bad, 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 bad movie. Um, that single hand That scene would have destroyed the movie. Yep. Um, I also liked how after the explosion, Superman actually rescues yes. people. Yes. <laughs> like, cause That's in the theater- crucial, too. In the theatrical, know? it shows him... It shows the bomb. It shows him being real sad about the bomb. And then he's gone. Yeah. I'm gone. My it was stupid. Ex- exactly, dude. He just I cries, cries in the fire, and then <laughs> runs away to the mountains or whatever. Yep. He talks to his dead dad. God. Um, but yeah, so in this, it shows him saving people. It shows like him, you know, talking to police officers and EMS people. Yeah, like being personable. And then once he's just like, okay, everything's under control, then I'm gonna fuck off. Yeah. Exactly. Like, okay, everything's cool now. Bye. Um, that was that was a lot better. Much better. I like, too, like, uh, when we were watching, you kind of said, I don't know why they said that line, was when Alfred, Alfred's line? at, it's right after the explosion, Alfred's at the oh. Batcave, and he hears on the news, the lady's like, Superman was here initially and helped out, but then he left. And I think I think you said that's kind of a stupid line. Yeah, I was like, why did they leave that in? Like, but defeats got, the purpose of the previous scene. But, you know, you got to realize that, like, that's the news, and Alfred wasn't there, so he's hearing from this newscaster... Oh, I guess, okay, I guess Superman was there. Yeah. But he disappeared. Because that's the facts that happened. You know, that's just the general public knowing what happened, too. Mm-hmm. We yeah. know because we're actually watching this movie. I'm just saying, like, I wish that it, you know, they would have left that line out because then, because she says, and then he left, it makes him look suspicious or whatever. Like, it makes him still seem like he didn't care. Yeah. Because that's what a lot of people's problem with this is that Superman was kind of like... Very blase about everything. Yeah, exactly. Blase. Ooh. You like that? It's gonna be my rap name. Blase. <laughs> what does that word even mean? It'd be kind of like, rap name. Yeah. Mm. Whatever. Blase. Um, what'd you think about? Lois had a lot of extra stuff in this. Like, I still didn't care for a single second of it. No, I thought some of it. It helps. So. Yeah, it does help the overall story. Um, like she, it shows her actually investigating that bullet, right? Instead of just knowing stuff, instead of just giving it to the guy to do everything. I take back what I said. That was cool. Yeah, yeah that was good. I, I was a little bummed that that actress, uh, Jenna Jenna Malone, Malone. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed she didn't end up being Barbara Gordon. Like she'd have been a good one. Was she in the theatrical version at all? No, no. not at all. 
That wow. entire subplot was gone. Wow, man. Not the entire subplot, because she still go. Lois still goes to that general. And well, yeah, like, but she... What is this? And he's like, I'll find out off camera. And he does. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah, this man. Movie. It's weird how much they cut. I mean, it's not weird, because it was a three-hour movie, and they need to cut something. But it's weird what they it's, cut. It is weird what they cut. Exactly. Like, very crucial things that set up reasonings and, for latter things. And the thing is, it's like, Warner Brothers, you've made a movie before. Like, <laughs> right? Come on. Ha- haven't you? Are you serious? I've seen Looney Tunes back in action. It was great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, maybe. I remember that being shit, though. <laughs> it was probably <horrible. laughs> <It was> terrible. There's <laughs> no Space Jam. Space Jam's awesome. Uh, Wait, were you saying Space Jam's bad? No, no, Space Jam's okay. excellent. Because it could have been like... It was awful. It was no Space Jam, though. Like, Space no, Jam's, no, like, no. extra bad. Okay, good. Um, speaking of critical things that were space cut jam. out... Space <laughs> Jam. Yeah. Speaking of Space Jam... Inflamed. Speaking of, like, critical things that were cut out, especially with Superman, was Jenna Malone's character calling Lois and being like, hey, I don't know why he did this, but Lex Luthor, you know, made this wheelchair to blow up, but then he wrapped it in lead and it made the explosion smaller. So, like, Jenna Malone's just like, I wonder why he made it smaller. But for Lois, she's like, he can't see it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was good to add that in this uh, Ultimate Edition because it gave more reasoning to, like, why he couldn't see it. I I, I kind of bought the idea of he wasn't looking for it. Yeah, I did too. Like, at first. He had, he's too preoccupied where he thinks this is going to be a safe situation. Yeah, he's so why, why is he looking around yeah, for threats? Yeah, he, he needs to get take care of business at hand mm-hmm. and he's not looking at other things, but to add that extra element of lead, kudos on their part, you know? Agreed. Yeah, I bought it, I bought the original explanation too, but I like the lead yeah, part a it, lot. it doesn't, doesn't take anything away. Because it makes Superman seem less... Unaware. Lazy, yeah. almost. It makes him seem like he actually is on constant alert and trying to take care of the whole situation and not going to skip on little flaws like that. Right. You know? I mean, this is still a very young Superman. Yeah. And just in this, like, DC movie universe they're doing, I don't, like, it's not the 70s Superman with Christopher Reeve where he's where to do perfect. anything. Yeah. <laughs> I like a Superman that is kind of fallible. Me too. I beats himself up for it. Exactly. Like, he wants to be perfect, but he can't. A humanized Superman. Yeah, that's awesome. That's why I enjoy Man of Steel. Yeah, exactly. Another good thing that I liked about Lois's added scenes is when they went to Mr. No-Leg's apartment. Right. That's yeah. very uh, inconsiderate of you to say. <laughs> um, his, his name is Wally. Wally, okay. Wally is running around, okay? <laughs> and they go to an apartment... And she detective works that yeah. bought groceries. I'm like, like that oh, is very yeah. smart. Like, you obviously have a job for a reason. He wasn't planning to die. Like, yeah, I would have never thought. Like, to no, I think you I maybe would have based on other movies where that same thing has happened. Well, now I will. Right now, you got it in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was good. Like, and it makes that character Wally look better too. I was like, why did he want to kill himself? Yeah. In the theatrical, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, because in the theatrical, I thought. He was just gung ho with Lex, like yeah, he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll I'm a radical. Bomb. I'm gonna yeah. do this. You're right, right. But in this, it paints him more. He's being manipulated, yeah, like everyone else. Like it's painting Lex as a manipulative person, and I like that. Yeah, just in that, just from the extra scenes, he manipulated you know, two or three people, like but it had, but those two or three people cause, you know, huge consequences. Um. Now I think. Can you guys think of any others? I... Oh, Superman screamed. 
It's your oh, yeah, big screen. Screen when he fell. Yep. We're kind of cutting to the end, but you know that's, that was a nice little add-in. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I mean, there were actually there was that's the R rating. <laughs> yeah, just screen. <laughs> there was an F bomb now. Yeah, but why Wally's should we rate it R? There's no reason to have rated it R other than Batman throws a box at a guy's head. <laughs> he was did that, that in the regular. But, one. Yeah, but there was no blood. Was there? No. No, like that fucking is killed. Then. There, there was no reason for this movie to be rated R. No, just because Deadpool made a fuck ton of money. Yeah, oh, us two, us two, us two. That's <laughs> literally <laughs> the only reason. Um, yeah, there actually wasn't a whole lot of deleted scenes. Basically, from that you know grocery scene all the way to yeah. the end, but at the end there were. Two like additional things. One being Steppenwolf. Yeah, that was a pretty crucial one. That was pretty cool too. Yeah, that. So this whole movie, you know, there's a bunch of crap that hints towards Justice League. Those all could have been cut, and you could have just hinted towards Justice League with that Steppenwolf scene. In my opinion, mm-hmm. that's your opinion because like, it is my you, opinion. You know right? the you know the comics. Like the general public doesn't know what like, a Steppenwolf is. Well, I don't. Like, I don't. I don't know what Steppenwolf is either. I'm well, just that's saying. true, but you can look it up and you have the curiosity to look it up. Mm-hmm. Someone who's just a kid that's going to go in there. Oh, mm-hmm. I know what the Flash is. I know Wonder Woman. Yeah, but did you know that was the Flash? Because I didn't. In the computer, you did. I did not know that was the Flash. It's not coming out of the computer. I'm talking about when uh, oh. Wonder Woman was looking at his oh. logo's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah at that point, I knew he was the Flash. But that that whole scene, even though like each individual bit is fine, yeah, it breaks. That movie to a screeching halt. Yes. Ah. Especially now that, like, Suicide Squad came out and you see that Batman is getting all the shit on the Justice League, you know, you could have just had that. That would have been better. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not opposed to the Justice League thing in here because, I mean, Wonder Woman's just in her room looking. She gets that email from Batman. Hey, I found your photo. Hey, we're kind of on the same side now because I helped you out. Right, but couldn't you just, like, other stuff? Leave it at Wonder Woman? Yeah, but she, curiosity, man, and fan service. Maybe, I, I okay. have no problem How about this? How about here. this? You know, Wonder Woman, or Bruce opens up Wonder Woman's file. Yeah. But at that point, we still see the other logos. Yeah. Is that not but enough? It, it's enough, but it's also just nice to see other stuff. Well, you know, as, a, as a nerd, I completely agree with you. Yeah. But as a fan of, like, movies that aren't broken, <laughs> like, <laughs> even though The Ultimate Cut did fix a lot of things, in the theatrical version, that just, I was like, why? This is stupid. So maybe... Yeah, you're right. In you the know what I mean? version, it was kind of like, wow, they're just throwing this in. Like, you guys have a lot of issues to fix. Mm-hmm. Don't throw us in this little goody stuff to keep us blind mm-hmm. and be like, oh, this is actually a good movie. I'm so excited. Oh, the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe but with this, it was better. Maybe a better way to have done that would have been at the end when Bruce and Diana are talking. He could have been like, hey, check your... I mean, this would have been kind of lame, but like... Hey, check your email. And then at the end of the movie, she could have done it. Because then it doesn't bring the movie to a halt. It could have been an after yeah, credits. that's a good one. Yeah, you're right. That's an after credits scene. That's what it should have been. But I think... That would have been a great after credits scene. I think the little email, though, kind of what I was saying, is that it kind of made Wonder Woman realize that this dude couldn't be on my side. Like, he found something for me. And gave it, like, the little sharing thing. No, yeah. that part's fine. Like, Batman sending her the picture? Yeah. Great. But she doesn't. It, she can go through each individual thing and look, but it doesn't have to show us to hurt. Yeah. It doesn't have to show us that she did that. Yeah. 
That's true. Because that's how I feel about the nightmare sequence at the beginning, too. Like, it's a cool scene as a whole when Batman is fighting the Parademons and Superman's army. Mm -hmm. But it has no relevance to this movie. Absolutely not. Um, Because in that, it's... It's serves to motivate him to fight Superman, I suppose. It does. But then... Literally right after that scene, the Flash shows up and he's like, Superman's an asshole! <laughs> ah, you were right! Like, it's just pounding you over the head. And my biggest pet peeve is it says, you know, Lois Lane is the key. Mm-hmm. And so in this movie, I'm like, oh no, is, thinking the whole is time. Batman going to kill Lois? Or, you know, or is Batman going to get to a point in this movie like, I can kill Lois or not? And he decides Or not, not even to. that, just like... Uh, like, I took it as something, like, Injustice-style happened to Lois, and that put Superman over the edge, which is what the Nightmare insinuated. Yeah. But it, so I, I thought, thought he would have to, like, save Lois Lane. Yeah, that works, too. So but if you take out made... Martha, and you make it Lois, you have a better movie. Mm-hmm. I just think it made Slightly. Lois seem yeah. so more, much more important... And you like you're going through the rest of the movie like okay what's going to happen? To you're Lois? always thinking about Lois, and, and, then, and then it drops. Nothing it. happens to nothing, Lois. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, that is a very crummy scene. She drowns a little bit. Ooh, yeah, but she's fine. Dude. I mean, she, actually, a lot happens to her, but she always gets saved. She gets pushed off a building. Like she had a busy day. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Just getting pushed off the building and almost drowning is more than I've done in my whole life. <laughs> right. She did that in one day. Yeah. <laughs> um. The. The last bit of added scenes at the end, Batman and Lex Luthor are talking, and Batman's kind of like, "Hey, you're going to Arkham, where and, they're mean, where they're going to be real mean to you." Which is kind of weird that Batman's like fully aware that Arkham treats these like mentally handicapped people like awful. But he's he like fine with it. <laughs> he doesn't do anything about it. <laughs> well, he does it too. He beats the <laughs> shit out of all these mentally unstable people. It's not what they need. It's <laughs> They need help. They need comfort. <laughs> right, that's very that's very true. Batman doesn't care in this universe apparently. Um, but anyways, I liked how it showed like Lex is kind of like maybe to a point faking his insanity, so he can. Well, yeah, I think that was implied. Right. So he's you know faking his. He's insanity. like, ooh, I'm uh, unfit for trial. Like, haha, I win type right. thing. So I wonder if throughout the entire movie he was purposely, you know. Being a lunatic, being slightly a having lunatic. a meltdown on stage—that's <laughs> that's uncomfortable. But yeah, like I wonder if through the movie he was kind of purposely sowing these seeds, so if he got caught, he wouldn't you know go to jail. I'd buy it. I'd buy it too. And that's the thing about these movies is they can fix stuff in that way, like a throw, like we just said, a throwaway line in the next movie. It's abandoned. Get... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Um, but, like, a throwaway line in the next movie, he could be like, I'm mature now. <laughs> or, you know, whatever. Or, like, yeah, I was faking it. I yeah. This is a real me. I just hate how they had him play it. Because, like, Jesse Eisenberg could totally be, like, a real Lex Luthor. Yeah. I'm, I hope and feel that he will be a real transform into that. Yeah. Much like how Man of Steel wasn't the final view of Superman... I think this is kind of like an origin, and it isn't the final view of Lex. Yeah. And he's going to mature, because, you know, he's in jail, he didn't get what he wanted, whatever. I think some of the best added scenes, or originally deleted scenes, um, were Clark Kent's just, like, walking around reporting. Yeah. Like, actually doing some detective work. Yeah, yeah it's fine. 
like the people that Batman's affected, what the criminals that Batman gets, what the, what's going on with them. Because it gives him reasoning as to why he has such a vendetta against Batman. Yes. Yes, because 100%. when I was watching it, I, can't, I couldn't think of, when I was watching the theatrical version, what was Superman's really grief with uh, big old bats over here? Yeah, so in what the, was it? In the theatrical cut, Superman kind of just shows up. And he's like, turn the light off, the well, bat's dead. Yeah. It's kind of like because uh, he gets sent those pictures by Lex Luthor of the guy who was branded oh, yeah. got killed which makes and that's when he's like this is unacceptable well and that scene makes very little sense in the theatrical yeah, yeah cause he just gets these he pictures. just gets these pictures no explanation at but all but now so, we but know how, how do they know they're from Lex Luthor in this one because Lex's henchman killed that guy but how does Superman know that he doesn't he doesn't know. Superman doesn't know who sent it he just all he knows is that Batman brands these people and puts them in jail and yeah. then they get murdered okay but what you I'm know? asking is is the letter in the, in the theatrical version, he just gets these pictures. Yeah, and, I mean... Uh, as viewers, we're just like, okay, it's a guy that's getting branded. Mm-hmm. We don't really know what happens to these branded people, but Superman's just like, whoa. I guess he is being a judge, juror, and executioner. Yeah. Now, flash forward to the Ultimate Edition, the scene right before, we find out that that dude gets killed. I was going to say, people, we didn't talk about that scene. Yeah. That's true. We find out that the people that are in jail with the brand, Lex is paying off his henchmen to kill them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's taking advantage of that situation. Then you go to the scene where he's getting dropped off a letter of all these people that are Brenda that are that we know as viewers that are dead. But how does Superman know that Lex is behind that? Because the letter's still un- unaddressed. Superman yeah, I doesn't. Think he does. Yeah, Superman doesn't. It was know. just. It just makes more the... sense for the viewers. Yeah, now? I think so. Okay. Yes, one hundred percent. It doesn't change. Make him go after Batman. It's because gotcha. Lex Lex doesn't want him to know Lex sent it. Lex That's wants true. Superman to know Batman's a bad guy. Very true. Very true. Or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What I want to do? I, I want to put up two monitors. Start and just watch the side theatrical side. version and the Ultimate Edition. I get real confusing. I want to I want to play them at the same time and then just see how off they are, like time frame. It's like one experiment, and then experiment deuce. I want to, you know, play the ultimate and the theatrical right next to each other. And when the theatrical, the ultimate's different, stop the theatrical one until it catches back up, and then start it again. Stop it when it's different, and catch it back up. So you you basically end at the same time, but just see how much is different. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be kind of cool, but I don't want to spend three hours. Sounds doing like that. I was going to say that's quite the experiment, right? And I don't yeah. think I'll join you for you that. You going to write a paper no. on it? <laughs> no, I would watch them side by side if I was bored enough, though. Yeah, I don't think I'd I would. <laughs> I... See, I don't honestly think, like, I don't see a reason to watch the theatrical again. Ever again? Not. Yeah, ever again. That movie's trash. That is not a good movie. I am now comfortable watching the uh, ultimate edition. I'm comfortable giving the theatrical like a two. A two. Come on. It's not a good movie. It's not a good it's movie. It's not a at good all, movie, dude. but it's not the worst movie of all time. No, I gave it a two, not a one. <laughs> <laughs> I Honestly, man, that the first movie is bad. I was I wasn't a fan of it anyway. Yeah. yeah. And, and this just made it worse. Made it incredibly this worse. This does make it worse. Which kinda speaks crappily about Warner Brothers in DC, like, Most first of all, we gotta wait for you, your Ultimate Edition to come out to make For all your movie. fucking movies, yeah. And now your Ultimate Edition makes your original version look that much more incomplete and horrendous. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, it, that's what I'm saying. It makes me kind of feel bad for Snyder. Like, maybe Snyder didn't make this dumpster fire of a movie. 
he made a movie that he thought was good that kind of everyone's agreed with him. Yeah. Since it's come out, like most people have been like, yeah, that's not a bad movie, or that's a good movie, or it's not awful. No, I still think it's like all right. I think it's all right. I would still give it like. I'd I'd give the ultimate what I gave the theatrical originally. Originally, yeah, like a seven or whatever. I don't even know what I gave him. I didn't care. <laughs> no, I honestly like the only thing, this is a good movie. The only thing that's keeping me from like watching Never Again and is the length. Is the length and the fact that there is still so much in this movie. Like going through this, oh, okay. it's a dense movie. He, it's so uh, dense. What you call it? Doomsday's still got to show up. Yeah, exactly. We were watching it. Ooh, okay. When he turned on the light, you're like. Doomsday still has to show up. Like, yeah. fuck. Gosh, I, oh, I remember that dream sequence back in the, I don't know, the first 20 minutes of this movie. Mm. Do you know how with Star Wars, people will, like, make their version of Star Wars on YouTube? Like, it's just, for example, you'll make Empire Strikes Back and take out, like... Nothing, because it's perfect. <laughs> I'm talking about, the, like, the special 2006 Oh, version. oh, oh. So, you know, you'll, you'll kind of mix the two. So, like... You won't... Basically, you'll watch Empire, but it has, you know, the real Emperor actor... Okay, yeah. ...in it. Or, you know, you'll watch A New Hope, and you'll add the new effects on the X-Wings, but you'll take out that awful Jabba the Hutt scene. Stuff like that. So, like, people will kind of mix different versions. I want someone to do that with this movie. Put it on bootleg DVDs. And keep, keep all of, like, the good additions to the movie, but take out the two... The two big, like, Justice League scenes. Mm-hmm. And shorten up the desert and take out a bunch of the shit that was in the theatrical that you don't need. <laughs> and then have a reasonably lengthy movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cut this movie down to two hours, but basically take out, take out what I want. Yeah, exactly. You should be the guy to make that movie. What? You should be the guy to make I could. That movie. I could be that guy. Fire up iVideo. <laughs> get just slice in the dice. So you're going to say fire up Ivan. <laughs> Which works, too. Um, That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Anything um, else? Better or worse, guys, even though we already said that. Million times better. Yeah. I think it's much better. Now that we talked about it, it's much better. I, 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 don't, I don't really have many qualms with, like, the deleted scenes. They all explained everything. Yeah. Except for the writings on the checks. That's, that's not... One... First off, that's not deleted, but I still don't get that scene. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's it, it, the equivalent... That's the equivalent of Superman getting the photos of Batman just switched. But it's yeah. it's Wally's checks. Why isn't Wally okay? I understand. Okay, they're getting mailed to him, right? Mm-hmm. But why isn't Bruce Wayne getting them back with these letters on it? Or I, maybe Wally isn't sending them back. Like, where are these letters getting intercepted to where Lex Luthor has an impact on them? I can't answer that, it's but right. I know Lex did it. Because that's the one thing in the theatrical. He goes, I did it! <laughs> he does say, like, um, you let your family die! Yeah, a couple uh, letters here, you let your family die! This, he does huh? say that in the theatrical. Does he say that in the ultimate? Yeah, uh-huh. he does. Okay. Yeah, he says, he says he did it, but I don't get why. Was there anything taken out of the theatrical? No. Or taken out, yeah, out of the theatrical that... I couldn't tell you. It was just all added stuff? I think yeah, so. I don't. I don't think anything was taken out. Man. So yeah, I, I, I still understand what happened to those letters or where they got intercepted. Put in one more. Like, scene. was Wally not ever? Did Wally never get paid? Is that what was implied? Yeah. Did or I mean, he was living in squalor. Yeah, I guess. 
Yeah, so did the letters... He got never, groceries, though. Yeah, yeah did the letters... Did the checks never get to him? Was Lex intercepting them before he even saw them? Or were they getting to him? He was writing them. And then they were getting intercepted when he was sending them back to Bruce. Which I'm no. going to believe that's how it was. No, because Wally did not write that stuff because Lex says he wrote it. You yeah. let your family die. Wally didn't write that. Gotcha. But his room was covered in a bunch of scribbles like that, too. Yeah, but... Yeah, but it was all about Superman. Well, not only that... But also, I noticed one of the scribbles was the Senate blowing up. I think Lex did it. Maybe to frame Wally. Man, you gotta have an ultimate, ultimate edition. Yeah. yeah give, it, give it a year or two. So many ultimates. Speaking of, super U- speaking of ultimate editions, I bet you... Yeah, an X-rated. I bet you we're gonna get a Suicide Squad. It makes you wonder. Ultimate. It makes you wonder. You know, see, I wouldn't... Just n- give me an ultimate Suicide Squad just so I can be like, okay, it was a good movie. I like Suicide Squad, I think. Did yeah, I, I did. No, you hated it. Yeah, you didn't, I didn't you like it. You both hated it. You didn't like it. I didn't like it. I, I thought parts of it were good, but ultimately it was not the most entertaining. I thought it was boring. Give me an ultimate just so I can be like, okay, I'm entertained, but then, wow, DC, step up your game. This is not maybe the that best can, formula. You know, maybe that's going to be DC's thing. <laughs> Make bad movies <laughs> and re-release them a couple months later. I wouldn't mind with them doing that in general, but I hope they start making good movies. You know, make a Wonder Woman movie that's two hours and good, but then release a two and a half hour version that just has extra stuff. Like basically like the Lord of the Rings extended editions. Some people love those. And you have the choice to watch either. If you have, you know, four hours, watch the Return of the King extended edition. If you have three hours, watch the regular. If Wonder Woman's not good, checked right out. I'm checked out. I wish I could, but I'll watch it every time. I will. I'll probably go and see it. Go on every time. You know, but... Yeah. And the thing about these, Marvel included, good or bad, they're always fun to watch and talk about. Yeah, that's not true. Fantastic Four. This was fun and... It was fun to talk about. about. It was fun to make fun of, but not fun to watch. It was kind of fun to watch, too. It was kind of fun. It was a long... It felt long. It was only an hour and a half. <laughs> it felt like an eternity. It was fun to watch because everyone down talked it so quickly. Like, I got to see how bad this movie shit. is. That was, see. see, that is a movie I'd rate a two. So is that a one for you? Fantastic That's a zero. <laughs> okay. That's a fucking mess of a movie. That's fine. On I'll, every level. I'll accept that. People saying that Suicide Squad is as bad as that and shit, no, like, that's, that's not true. Not way. Suicide Squad is a movie. Suicide Squad is the Dark Knight compared to Fantastic Four. <laughs> that's <laughs> oh Dude, that's true. Um, We're talking about Suicide Squad right now. I do like how DC is um, so overlapping their movies so a little obviously. Bit yeah. No, obviously, like, Marvel's overlaps are just kind of like little cameos. Like, hey, Thor's over there uh, saving Asgard. Right. You know? Or it's an after credit scene. These, That's very true. Like, Flash is showing up right on the same timeline mm-hmm. in Suicide Squad. And the whole reason for Suicide Squad starting was because Superman, Superman yep, died, and, then, and what if Superman was a, a bigger asshole than he already is? <laughs> yep. Like, it, the, the, they're, they're overlapping. It's super thick. Like, yeah. it's yep. just right on top of each other. And to kind of continue that, I think Justice League in itself will almost be like the end of the Superman trilogy. Like, you have the birth of Superman, the death of Superman, and the resurrection of Superman with Justice League. And so those three movies in itself are almost like a Superman trilogy. I still think the death of Superman in this is bullshit. It's way too early. Yeah, it's unearned. The whole Doomsday thing sucks. Yeah. 
that whole scene is just boring. I it's, do like that they're all three together. Yeah, that's cool. That's and visually exciting. it's awesome. Yeah. But at that point, I'm just like, fuck, dude. End your movie. Yeah, more fighting to do. I enjoy it. I think it's a fun fight scene. It is. But it's not necessary. It's absolutely it's 100% unnecessary. You, you need something to tie them together. Lex. It could have been Lex. It could have been uh, Superman. I need your help taking down Lex Luthor. No. Guys, well, you don't need that. Guys, Just guys. like he, they find out that they've been duped by Lex Luthor, and then yeah. they go get him. And they, they go punch him once. And then they're sorry. Wonder Woman's middle name's Martha, and they have something more to relate on, and, and then, then that's the end of it. You need something. It's just like, it's Lex. like, I guess you're right, but like, think about how much everyone complained about the end of Civil War. Like, okay, Steve and Iron Man are friends again, but then they just have to fight a regular man, Baron Zemo. And no one liked that. Well, they're wrong. Who's wrong? Everyone who didn't like that. I didn't like that. <laughs> You're wrong. Baron Zemo was boring as hell. Baron Zemo was the worst. Boring. He, at the time, was better than Lex Luthor. I disagree. Boring. I will disagree with that, too. Until now. Because that... Lex I Luthor the what you're saying, I understand what you're saying. Baron Zemo was boring. It's a very poor villain. And he was not, like, people want to complain about this Lex not being like the real Lex. That Baron Zemo was nothing. nothing like the Baron Zemo. Oh, like that I know and love. That I raised. <laughs> Alright, whatever. Let's, we're going, on wrong, a, we're going on a huge tangent here. Let's move on to news. Uh, what do you got, Matt? Well, let's start off with some very, very sad news. Mm-hmm. Boop out the sad bourbon. <laughs> uh, Kenny Baker, the man I know and love is R2-D2. Died. 83? Hey, he lived a good life. Yeah, man. He was R2-D2. Like, he lived a great life, yeah. Mm. Let's good take a German. Oh, yeah. Get that away from me. <laughs> For R2? For R2-D2, dude. That's a... That's a, that's a hefty bourbon right there. It's good enough. I'm a big baby. But, uh... Yeah. He did a lot of great things. I don't know what they were, other than be R2-D2. You know, how did... How, Speaking real highly of this dude. He was R2-D2. <laughs> how was he R2-D2? Like, did he See, have control inside of there? See, I don't know. I want to say yeah, <laughs> otherwise, why the fuck not put him in there? <laughs> <laughs> we got our Tycho RC over here. Just put that guy in that little uh, trash can. Just put someone in there to weigh it down. <laughs> No, I think he did actually control. Uh, yeah, exactly. He had to have controlled. They were that. talking about uh, they weren't going to put a kid in there because it was hard. It's hard for a kid to move in there, and they weren't strong enough to do what he had to okay. do. So that's why they threw the little guy in there. Yeah, that makes sense. So. Yeah, but God bless him. <clears throat> you will be missed. Um, yeah. it's 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 funny. They do just throw your your legacy goes on as R two D two just because you were small and like that. Who's the guy who plays uh, Chewbacca? Oh, Chewbacca, Peter uh, Mayhew. Peter Mayhew. He's just the, he's just the tallest dude on the set. Okay, throw him in the right. You'll fit costume. In the Chewie costume. You know, like all these characters just happen to stumble upon these char- these great characters, but really they're never seen. And like the dude who plays Darth Vader, I feel incredibly bad for him because David. Price. I couldn't tell you. I could not pick him out of a crowd. I all, couldn't either. He's just. And I prefer to keep it. That he's way. just walking like the dude who gets all of Darth Vader's um, glory. Is James Earl Jones? Yeah, it's yeah. James Earl Jones. But that voice. Yeah, you know. but have you seen um, 
video of Darth Vader with David Prowse's voice. Yes, I have. That's literally like, <laughs> I am your father. <laughs> Where are the rebel plans? <laughs> I want to hide. It's, it's Jesse great. Eisenberg. It's great. <laughs> it's horrible. That is exactly why they didn't put his voice in there. He's just a big guy. Yeah. See, the Star Wars movies are weird about that, though. Because like, you were like, well, he's tall, he's short. But honestly, with Han Solo, with Harrison Ford, it's like, he's a guy. Yeah. <laughs> get him, out, get yeah. him out here. He's a carpenter. <laughs> Let's make him Han Solo. You have to remember that the original Star Wars was like a student film, almost. <laughs> like a relatively big budget, really well-made student film. Um, in other news, not also not so great news, I guess, the Ghostbusters reboot looks like it's going to lose $70 million. And it's not going to have a sequel, most likely. Who cares, though? Yeah. Do you think they're going to reboot it again? <laughs> Who cares? You're going to have a cast of all dogs. Did you see the new one, Mason? No. Nope. You would like it. It's fine. I want to see it. It's I'm not, not going to spend seven bucks to go see it. I enjoy it. I'll go see it when it goes to like the $3 theater. Yeah, for sure. I'll watch it. It's worth like, seeing. Just for Chris Hemsworth. I'm going to drink Dude, Chris Hemsworth kills it in that movie. He's great. You guys are talking to him up a lot. It's... He's it's fucking the third podcast in a row that you guys have talked about. It's not true because we've landed. <laughs> no, because that's the thing. I think you talked about it when you guys before you went on your hiatus. No, because our hiatus, hiatus was Civil War. But you guys just like Chris Hemsworth. We looked. Well, I mean, we talked about it when we saw Suicide. It wasn't in Civil War. Whatever. Whatever. We, we saw the future. I'll see it once. Yeah, it's worth watching. I think. Um. So this is kind of a weird one. This is regarding Spider-Man: Homecoming. Vulture, Shocker, and the Tinkerer are all going to be the villains in it. Shocker. I like the Shocker. He's so, like, fucking lame. The Shocker's one of the coolest looking villains. Yeah. He does look cool. He is one of the coolest looking villains. That red and yellow and that yeah. weird crisscross the chain link fence. <laughs> like, it looks puffy. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember the Spider-Man the movie game from the first movie? Is that where you fight him in the subway? Yeah. Yeah. Was and he's nightmare. like, who are you supposed to be? Like, uh, the pincushion? Yeah, he's like, the pincushion? Yeah. <laughs> or like, no, it was like, uh, I just remember him going, oh, wait, the cushion. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> now, are they going to go that route, or are they going to go the Ultimate Spider-Man route, where he's just like a little bitch? I don't remember what he's like in Ultimate. Ultimate Spider-Man, he's just a guy with, like, vibration guns, and, like, Spider-Man just... Thump someone on a daily I'm basis. betting it's, like, it's going to be that. What are you doing, Herman? Like, I just Herman. Oh, here's kind of my prediction. We know that this Spider-Man has already been like out and about mm-hmm. because he was in Civil War. I'm thinking that the movie will open. Yeah, man. With him, I what? forgot that Spider-Man's like Marvel now. Yeah, I know. Isn't it exciting? That's, That's exciting. It's awesome, man. Um, but I'm betting the movie's going to open, and he's stopping Shocker. That's what I think too, and I. Okay. Me too. That's how I would love if they always did like seedless films like that. Kind of like I mean, Scarecrow is a great villain, but kind of like in The Dark Knight, how The Dark Knight opens with Scarecrow. Yeah, he's do that all the time. I agree. Just get villains out there. But anyway, so after that, I think the Tinkerer is going to be like Vulture's best buddy. He's like, "Hey, Michael Keaton, I'm going to make you a right. I make the suit. You test it out. Yeah, Michael Keaton's actually the Vulture. I think so. Yeah, Yeah, it seems like it." I guess it hasn't been, like, officially announced, but... But they're filming. They're, uh, <laughs> he's in the movie for sure, and I'm pretty sure he said he was a villain. So he's either Vulture or Tinker or Shocker. Shocker. He's not going to be Shocker. I, Why? Why not, yeah. Because I'd rather him be Vulture, but... Well, no, because Vulture's going to be the main villain. We know that. Michael yeah. Keaton's not going to be in the movie for a minute. Why not? Because he's Michael Keaton. All right, I guess. He... 
we, we know for sure that... Yeah, they showed, like, concept art. Gotcha. Have you seen any of it? No. Looks pretty good, man. It does look good. Looks pretty promising. Concept for who? Vulture. Vulture. And Spider-Man. Well, I've seen Spider-Man. Yeah. Right. I saw, okay, I saw Civil War. Um, I got some DC news, too. So, Suicide Squad has so far made about $464 million, which is a pretty... That's like a success. It's pretty successful so far, <laughs> but there was a 56% drop. everyone's saying shit. It dropped off, though. Yeah, it, it had a 56% drop, which is normal, yeah, kind they, of. There's for, always a drop. Like, yeah, the first weekend is always going to be your biggest. Like, for, for comparison's sake, Civil War had, like, a 55% drop. Yeah. But from that point on, Civil War stayed pretty consistent. So, going into week three is where we'll see if Suicide Squad's going to make the money. Well, it I'm, helps that Civil War was fucking great. It was good. <laughs> um, but I, When Suicide Squad's Ultimate Edition comes out. It'll be fucking great. It'll be great. It'll Probably be the best movie it, ever. No, it's going to be like the Joker edition. The yeah. Jared Leto uh, edition. Yeah. Well, oh, so, there was an interview with Jared Leto, and people were, someone was asking him, like, hey, so I heard, you know, like... You know, a lot of your stuff was cut. What do you What do you think about you know Warner Brothers interfering with the movie? And he just said, "F them." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, okay. So I guess you know you're not messing around with with Warner Brothers anymore." Mm-hmm. So I'm, I wonder if he it will even be back because he doesn't have any kind of contract. No, supposedly. Odd. That would kind of be sucky. It would if if he if he dropped off. But I can also understand. I can sympathize with him. Yeah, but like. like you, you, you put six months of your life towards this movie, and you ended up being in for ten minutes. Yeah, like, that That does kind of suck on his point. Like, especially if he's a guy who cares about his acting. And he like, is. I mean, he, he is. is. He's a good actor. Yeah, people man. are going to give him crap for being, oh, you're being pretentious for not coming back because you didn't get your limelight. But, like, but that's, at the same his, time, that's his time, people complain that, like, oh, he made money. And people would complain that, oh, he's just in it because he made money. Like, he's a crappy actor, and he's only in it for ten minutes, and he made this amount of money. Exactly. Make, up your, gonna make up your mind. Yeah. Like, do you want him to be proud for the money or proud for his acting? Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. Uh, if he's proud for his acting, I can get behind that. Yeah, right? totally. You know? Um, even though I didn't like his Joker that much, I would be really bummed if he left. Yeah. yeah. I want to see his Joker bounce off Ben Affleck's Batman. The reason I didn't like his Joker wasn't because of him, you know what I mean? It was just how the character was written. Yeah, that's one hundred that's how that's what a lot of my problems with that movie were. I had problems with a lot of the various members of the team, but it was mostly because of, Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang was fantastic. <laughs> He's the best character. I would watch a Captain Boomerang versus Flash. Give me that all day. And I still am, like, sour about actually enjoying Jai Courtney and feeling e- any kind of emotion, <laughs> happiness, Love laughter, him. like, yeah. because of his acting, because that dude sucks. <laughs> Hopefully on the Ultimate Cut, they explain why he comes back to the team after leaving it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so stupid. Especially when he left in such a great he way. He left in a hurry. All right, see <laughs> Bye-bye. He was just done. Yep. <laughs> Didn't even let him finish. I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, the whole movie is looking for an escape, and he finally gets it, he takes it. But then he doesn't take it. You think it. they really will come out with an ultimate cut? Yes. I think they will, too. Batman vs. Superman made a lot of money on DVD sales. I think they will, too. Or Blu-ray sales. Because you know they have great footage. They have so much, They have 30 minutes of Joker footage. I don't think this movie was just... I don't think this movie was as convoluted and loose and... Just not no. together as yeah. Superman, Batman, or Superman, but but you could tell they panicked and yeah. all right, reshoot, reshoot, reshoot. You know, instead of making an Ultimate Edition, maybe they could make just a a Joker short, 
kind of thing. Like, you have the movie the it's same. Like a one-shot? Yeah, like, well, maybe not even like a one-shot, but have it be like a half-hour film mm-hmm. that it, that shows Harley's uh, origin, basically. And they, obviously Joker would be there, too. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Because uh, Margot Robbie said what we see in the movie, like just Joker and Harley talking, or, you know, Joker torturing Harley, mm-hmm. or them at the acid place... She said each one of those scenes could have been, like, five minutes long, based on what they filmed. Okay. So, you could maybe make something from that. I think I think this Joker's cool. I think this is a cool Joker. I want to see more. I want to know what his kind of personality is. I, I have no problem with the Joker. I just don't like the whole gangster thing. That's my I main do. complaint. I have no problem. I actually like the look. Yeah. <laughs> I like his, the suit and the tux. It's modern. Helicopter. Yeah. That was fucking cool. It's a gangster, man. Yeah, it's a modernized Joker. He's living that lavish life. Kiss my ring. Kiss my ring. My name's Blase. <laughs> That's my rapper persona right now. Um, right now. Yep. <laughs> I just totally took on his personality. You're going to like this, Matt. The Aquaman bad guy is looks like it's 95% going to be Black Manta. Nice. As it should be, because... Because who else? Yeah, who else? Okay. <laughs> Ocean Master. Yep. Okay. Cool. Ocean Master, I bet you they won't use, because that's kind of close to Loki. You know, the brothers yeah. fighting for the throne kind of thing. Yeah. You want to know what they should have done? We're gonna, I'm totally going to divert. Injustice. Black Manta, shocker to Matt today that he's not in the game. That really ruined they my day. They should have just made the, what is he, the Seamaster? Ocean Master. Ocean Master. Lake Master. Should have just been the cutscene. And then actually the Black Manta. What if Ocean Master's in Injustice 2? I won't buy it. <laughs> No, that's not true. That game looks amazing. That, that game looks really incredible. <laughs> Actually, I guess that's kind of news. Deadshot was announced, and Harley, but we knew Harley would be Yeah, of it. course. She was De- in the last one. Yeah, right. I only care about new characters. Exactly. Deadshot was announced for Injustice 2, so that's exciting. I can't wait to see all the people they add. I, know. I really hope they don't take people out, though, except Killer Frost. <laughs> take out Ooh, Killer Frost. Take out Solomon Grundy and replace him with like either Killer Croc or uh, Swamp Thing. I prefer Swamp Ooh, Thing. Though. Yeah, but Swamp Thing's a good guy. Swamp Thing is no, fun. Who the heck watches knows about Swamp Thing? Swamp, Swamp Thing's sweet. People. Sweet people. And give me Constantine. Yeah. I want Constantine. Do magic and shit. I mean, they had that'd Zatanna. be a good element, element to it. Right? Uh, they had Zatanna. Yeah. But I, I like Constantine's better. Yeah, Katana would be cool. Um, and I want Superman, one of his moves, to throw the S. No, absolutely not. Why not? That is not going to happen, <laughs> That would be so cool. Oh, so I see you do like bad things, because that's a bad thing. Fuck you. <laughs> that's terrible, man. No. Are you kidding me? That's awesome. That is the dumbest thing. I can see it now. Like, you know in uh, Mortal, not Mortal Kombat X, but Mortal Kombat 9, when you're Cyrax and you throw the net? Yeah. yeah. Just picture that, but a Superman throwing the S on a dude. <laughs> That's awesome. No, it's not. That is perfect. Is please, Ed Boone, please. <laughs> Toasty. All right, fine. That's so cool. How about there's multiple, like, you know, special moves in there? Everyone has okay, one? yeah, like uh, how Mortal Kombat X has fighting styles? Sure. You could pick uh, Christopher Reeve or Henry Cavill Superman. Yeah, and <laughs> or like, you know... You're, everyone has like a silly move. <laughs> everyone has a move that makes do no sense. Do you want the silly style or do you want the gritty style? <laughs> silly, yep. silly style like that. Silly, silly style. style fighting. I mean, it's just pow and bam when you hit yeah, it. Oh, That'd dude. Be great. That would actually be kind of a fun little Easter egg, man. Another uh, divergence. Uh, did you? If you uh, did, you get the uh, Adam West uh, costume for Arkham Knight. Yeah. 
I thought for sure that when you wore it, when you hit people, it was going to be all bam and pow and shit. That'd be cool. But it didn't, and it really disappointed me. Yeah, that'd be cool. Wouldn't that be sick? It'd be fun. Or just imagine a Batman 66 game, but it's like, plays like Arkham, but it's all like super fun and cheery. Like psychedelic. Yeah. And like, yeah. That'd be crazy. I would love that. That would be fun. Or they even could have done that in one of the Arkham games, just like, through like the Mad Hatter yeah, or something. Yeah. That'd have been Oh, that'd, that'd have been great. Yeah, that'd have been real cool. Ooh. Ooh. Um, my last bit of news is that the Shazam movie is not being made by Warner Brothers. It will actually be made by New Land Cinema, which is a branch of Warner Brothers. Mm, but that's odd. It is really odd. I don't get why. But the team at New Line essentially said, I don't care what's going on in the DC Universe. We're making our movie in our time. You know, Warner Brothers wanted it by 2018. They're not going to get it till 2019, probably. Oh, Sucks great. for them. Sucks for us, too. No, it doesn't, because... Oh, tell us why. Why doesn't it suck? Tell us, please. Because Suicide Squad, they told David Ayer, hey, it's coming out August. And he was like, oh! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he, if, if, if he would have taken his time, it would have been a better movie. That's how I, any Anything. Just take your time. Don't rush. Well, like, yeah, but... 2018 is a long way away. It is a long way away, but I'd rather is even longer. I'd rather have a I'd rather have a good Shazam in 2019 than a so-so in 2018. Fair enough. But here's the weird thing with that too. Even though it's being made by New Line, he will be part of the same universe. Good. Yeah, that's it, how it should be. It is good, but I, I I just wonder why specifically with Shazam, they're like a different studio can make it. Maybe that's what they should do with all their movies so they can start pumping them out a little quicker. Outsource a little bit. Yeah. And maybe some of them would be good. I just wish they were calling it Captain Marvel. Like, that's my Captain Marvel is Shazam. Yeah. Shazam's such a cooler name, dude. What are you talking about? Shazam is a much cooler name. Shazam! But, like, I don't know. He, he, he can never say his name because they'll turn his back His name's going to be Shazam. Yeah. Oh, I get You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I get what you, like, yeah, it's Captain Marvel, like, mm-hmm. in my head. But you can't do that anymore. I know. Like, everyone would be like, what do you mean? <laughs> and then the Marvel Captain Marvel comes out as Captain DC. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Detective Comics. <laughs> That'd be good. So that's all for... Um, let's talk about one more thing. Never mind. Quick. Rogue oh, One trailer. Matt snuck, up, snuck it in Ooh. here. You guys catch the new Rogue <laughs> One trailer? Um, yes, I did. I did. Pretty good, right? That movie looks beautiful. It man. looks really good. That girl's beautiful, man. I don't know who... who which are hoping for, so... I don't know... <laughs> what's the girl's name? Rachel, close your ears. Uh, what is her name? Felicity Jones? Felicity Jones. Felicity Smoke? That, is that what she I said? think it is I Felicity wish. Jones. Felicity Jones? <laughs> yeah. I Googled her real quick. I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, talking about more serious stuff. That movie looks great. Uh, it looks like it's straight out of the Galactic Civil War era, if you mm-hmm. will. Uh, yeah, they, they're doing a good job with the look, for sure. Forrest Whitaker has hair? Is that the reshoots? <laughs> Is that why they reshot part of the movie? Uh, yeah, I don't know. The reshoots are kind of worrying to me. Nah. I know reshoots happen all the time, but I've been burned by reshoots the last, like, four movies where there's been reshoots. Just Suicide Squad, really. Fantastic Four had a lot of reshoots, too. Yeah, but that never looked good. That's true. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That movie never looked good. Yeah, the thing looked cool. The thing looked great. Um, yeah, the best part but, of the movie. But do you remember the scene that they kept advertising of the thing dropping out of a plane? Oh yeah, that wasn't in the movie. Yeah, that was cool. That. This Rogue One. It's about the team that gets Leia 
the blueprints, right? Mm-hmm. The Death Star plans, yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's yeah, how, that's a really great idea. It is. That's how I would like all of the spinoffs to be. Like, I don't need a Han Solo movie. Just give me, like, these weird ragtag teams. You don't You don't think these spinoffs are kind of diluting Star Wars, do you? I would little. I think they are. You do? A little. And I think, I think they yeah. will continue to. That's, yeah. like, as good as The Force Awakens was, like, <laughs> they're just going to, especially now that it was successful, it's they're just going to run Star Wars into the ground. Really? We're they're, getting one a year till we die. One a year, yep. <laughs> Wait, what? They get one this year. Disney essentially said, and then we're, we're getting like episode seven spinoff, episode eight spinoff, episode nine spinoff, probably some spinoff, spinoff, new trilogy, whatever. Like we're getting really? a Star Wars movie like a year for the foreseeable future until they fail. Essentially, which I think the Han Solo one will be the first one to do it to fail. Yeah, I don't. I think Han Solo might make the most money of all the spinoffs just because of the it's name. Han Solo. Just because the name. Yeah, I think it might be the worst. Yeah. <laughs> But it, it's... I feel so terrible <laughs> saying it, but the only reason I'm against it is because it's not Harrison Ford. And isn't it weird how that works? Like, would you watch an Indiana Jones movie starring someone else besides Harrison Ford? If it was the correct person, yeah. Me too. But for some reason, Han Solo is different. I, I don't know why. Me either. I just, I, I'm going to see it. Don't get me wrong. I have to. It I says have Star to. Wars in the title. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'll see it, but I won't be happy about it. I'll be real, real cranky. Even if the guy is amazing, I'll be like, no, that movie sucked. Lando's going to be in it. They just said that the other day. My man! Who's going to be him? Michael B. Jordan? (laughs) No. He'd be great. uh, He'd be great. He would be pretty good, actually. No, but I guess, supposedly, this is a rumor, but Donald Glover. That's good, too. I'm fine with it. He's real silly. Yeah. (laughs) Like Lando. I, I could just see him, like, pointing, you know, I don't know, doing weird stuff. Either one of them would be really good, I think. They could do the serious and they could do the camp. I love Lando. Yeah, he's his cool sweet. little cape and his disco pants and disco shirt. Do you think this movie's gonna like? Is it gonna be as big as like the mainstays? No. What Rogue One or yeah. Han Solo? Rogue One. Any of the shoot offshoots? I bet you Rogue One will make a little bit over a billion. But do you think people are as excited about it as the main ones? No. Not even just the fact that it's Star Wars. I think I'm, just the I'm fact not. that it's Star Wars, people yeah. are like, "Oh, cool." Okay, but think: Are you more excited? Think about. August of or whatever it is, yeah, August of last year. Think looking forward to Force Awakens. Man, that was exciting. I'll even give that was pretty that was exciting. Force Awakens. Yeah, Force Awakens was all was a monster. Yeah. Uh, like everyone was excited. Like, but it's also because it was the newest movie in mm-hmm. X amount of years, and then it years. lived up to the hype. Yeah, yeah, but I really think the numbers, the episodes, they carry something else. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, so do I. This I is want, also the very first spinoff. It is. Maybe the, all the spinoffs will be amazing. Who knows? I still think one a year is excessive. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Absolutely. What if they did a spinoff between each set of main ones? Like, I think that'd be kind of cool. Like they they bridge the gap Actually, between. That would be great. Yeah, they give bridge... me a spinoff between six and seven because there's thirty years there where we have no idea what happened. Yeah, give me a spinoff between one and two, two and three, three four, so on and so forth. I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, like, that'd uh, be a nice formulaic <laughs> way of doing it. Yeah, like the supposed, well, even though nothing has been announced or anything, fingers crossed we're going to get an Obi-Wan solo movie. Like, what's he doing? I was just about to say that we're kind of hypocrites because we don't want, we just said we want like these random teams, but I actually do want an Obi-Wan. Because, because we still have the actor. We still have the actor. Yeah. And it would be a great way to introduce to the general public that Darth Maul's still alive. Mm-hmm. Like, he could show up and be like, 
robot legs. And then, you know, his maybe his mission on Tatooine is obviously he wants to get revenge on Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. but he tries, like, killing Luke as a baby or something. And Obi-Wan's like, oh, no, I gotta stop that. Right. Just get you and McGregor a little old, you know a little, what I mean? Like, throw some yeah, gray throw in some there. Yeah, throw some gray in there. Oh, that'd, be, that'd be great. How did that idea not come up over a Han Solo movie? <laughs> Mostly because Ian McGregor has said, "Yeah, I'll come back," and he he's he's great. He was amazing amazing. in all three of those movies. He was was a perfect Obi Wan. He was the best part of all three of them. Agreed. But whatever, we'll see. Hopefully, it all turns out well. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for Rogue One though. I think you're right. I'm more excited to see where we go in Episode Eight from Episode Seven. But I'm excited to be back in the era of real Star Wars. As shitty as that sounded. (laughs) But that's what I know from Star Wars. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, I think that's an episode, boys. I think so, too. What do we say? All right. I want to thank Ivan for our beautiful music and our beautiful editing. And I want to thank Mason. (laughs) Me again, guys? For our beautiful artwork and for his beautiful guest appearance. Man, it's always a pleasure being on such an acclaimed show. Oh, you know it. Glad <sighs> um, you guys are back. And I want to thank the listener, uh, if you're still there. <laughs> All six of you. <laughs> no, if you're still there, we appreciate you. And uh, Stay tuned for a blooper. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, just uh, thanks for sticking with us. Thank you for your patience, and hopefully you find some entertainment value in this show. Uh, Tell your friends. Please. (laughs) See you next week. Goodbye. This bourbon's still burning my throat, guys. Episode 32 of the Hot Garbage Hot Garbage Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>